Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Kicking off hour number three here on Herd Out Sports Radio, I'm Ravi Lula, Mike Sauter here with me today, and... Nebraska might not play anybody this week, but there's certainly a lot of high school action on the slate tonight. want to tell you, before we get into some of our other stuff, I want to tell you about our news channel, Nebraska NCN Game of the Week, and it is number six, Hastings St. Cecilia, who is at 6-1 and one against number seven, Fillmore Central at 7-0. and oh. It's one of the top games in Class C2 of two of the state's top teams. TV coverage starts at 6.45 p.m. on News Channel Nebraska. You can watch in Omaha on Cox Channel 116 or statewide on providers like Allo, Spectrum, and Dish. They have you covered. You can also stream the game online at newschannelnebraska.com. You will need an NFHS subscription to stream it online. If you've got one of those cable providers, Cox, Allo, Spectrum, or dish you should be covered there as well that is your ncn game of the week uh solder your game of the week Elkhorn, is um I got a question where do they yeah. get those rankings is that their rankings? i believe that's their rankings yeah okay. i believe ncn just, does does some, i didn't know does it was our rankings internal rankings, rankings. Yeah. those are those are their show. rankings yeah okay. Listen, they uh i'm just saying you know, i don't know what they okay. want to do their I, that's fine i'm cool it's with that be a good game i'm cool yeah sure do you think? I mean, where's your? Uh, where do you, you have a discrepancy with the rankings that you think? No. Okay. We'll talk about it later. All right. Um, really appreciate the NCN coverage of high no, school football. No, they do a good job. Central. I, they really Nebraska. Do no, they do. They cover like basically the whole state on yeah. stuff like that. They do a good job. They really do. Absolutely. So make sure you check out their game of the week tonight. Um, your game of the week that you're out at is Elkhorn North and Bennington. We talked a little bit earlier with. Uh, Coach Sam Stanley of Elkhorn North. Um, you know, one of the things that always interests me about, you know, and we've had, a, it seems like a lot of them in the last few years of these new schools opening up. Mm-hmm. Seems like we went kind of a long time in between. You know, obviously the, what, Millard West opened up in like the m- mid or mid 90s. You had some Lincoln schools open up over the last handful of years. But it seems like in the Omaha metro area, You've had several schools open up in the last five, ten years. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, Um, it's fair. I guess when you're kind of trying to evaluate, I know it it depends a lot on where the school is opening up and things like that as well. You know, obviously Elkhorn North having a lot more success than, say, Buena Vista at this point, right? Um, That's a a dramatic understatement. Well, I mean, yeah. But I guess, so how do you evaluate, you know, with a, a newer school like Elkhorn North, are you kind of just looking at, okay, where are the kids coming from? Are they, you know, are they transferring in from, or are they getting transferred from some of the other Elkhorn schools? Like, what's your process when you're trying to figure out, yeah, Elkhorn North is going to be pretty good. Like, how do you kind of go through that? I look at the demographics of it. Sure. That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. So Elkhorn North is taking most of their kids, would have gone to Elkhorn. It's all new. Yeah, no, but that's all new development right, stuff right, up that right. way. So that's why. But previously where was yeah, it Yeah, it was gone? Elkhornish. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they was, can't take it from OPS or anything because the district lines. So. Right, right. So it would have been an Elkhorn. Yeah, but all that, they build a new it's school all, because it's all new yes. devel- new right. housing and new development out that way. For so. sure, yeah. I was just trying to figure out because Elkhorn South, Same thing, Gretna East is same. You so know. Gretna East is a lot of kids kind of on that, like, Tiburon, Tiburon area, mm-hmm. 168th and 370, mm-hmm. that sort of yeah. part of town, which has exploded, obviously, yeah. up northwest where the Elkhorn North kids are from. Kind yeah, of I mean, you have Westview and Elkhorn North, yeah, like kind of. Well, and and at the same time, there's sort of a you get too far north, you kind of end up in Bennington. Mm-hmm. So you there's, I mean, there's a several pocket. S- yeah, there's right there. several schools kind of going yeah. from those demographics there, uh-huh. and that's kind of why I wondered. There's a lot of houses up that way, and not a lot of services. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> but I wondered because there are they. I mean, there are like you mentioned several high schools in that area. I, I did kind of wonder how much of that section and population would actually be going to Elkhorn North because you have Bennington, Westview, well, you and Elkhorn can't, there too. You can't – Elkhorn is a closed district, so you can't sure, opt you in. you can't opt out of – You can't opt into Elkhorn. Right, right, right. South, north, or high. You, it's, it's But you full. could have opted into Bennington you can opt from – You can't opt into Bennington okay, either because they are they, – they don't have any room for, for anybody, anybody yeah. at all. Like they're – that's why they're trying to pass another bond issue finally. I mean, hopefully it gets passed. I mean, there's no more room for them to yeah, add on to. that's another part of the town, of yeah. town that has exploded. There's no more room for Bennington to add on to the school itself. I mean, they're going to have to, so are they trying to build use portables outside. and Yeah, they have tried for a long time. I don't know. I mean, people just must not want it. I, I think there may be. I don't know. I don't know why. Do we have like um, a Texas State high school thing where they don't want to split the high school or what? Like, no, they'll be good. <laughs> like they'll still be in class B. They'll be good. Like right. I, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the holdup is, but um, I mean, I don't know the details of it. But the, it, Bennington doesn't have anywhere else to go. Like yeah. there's no more physical space on that high school like, campus for that. They can't go up anymore. Yeah. They can't go out anymore with the building. They've added on to it numerous times. They're going to have to be in portables here pretty soon. Yeah, which is obviously not ideal. But yeah, it. I mean, it does happen. We had some portables when I was in high school. Well, yeah, I know, but I just. No, you obviously, it's, you know, you want to. I, I don't cohesive. think. I think they should be. Yeah, Try they to. have land bought and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so Elkhorn North and Bennington, you think? I think it's going to be a really Elkhorn North Bennington. I think it's going to be really. Uh, competitive okay. game. I, I, have, I have a good feeling about that. Um, whoever establishes the run is going to be key. Jet Tinglehoff is going to have to have a pretty good night for Elkhorn North at running back. He's pretty good. I don't know how much either team's going to try and throw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess if the wind's at your back. It depends on the what direction the of the wind. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be fairly low scoring. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think anyone touches 30. I think it's like a 17 to 14, 17 maybe to 10. Maybe nobody touches 20. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it might be a 20. Especially if the weather doesn't yeah, cooperate. Tw- I mean, you know, maybe if there's a turnover, it gets to like 28 to 14 or something. But, like, I don't I don't think – I think it's going to be pretty tight. Defensive game for sure. So, Bennington, obviously on that super long winning streak, but not – 33 in a row. It's a lot. Um, haven't looked invincible this They almost year. lost one. They the almost, beginning of I the mean, year. Well, and then Ask the Scott. second game was <laughs> 28-20, I think. Yeah. They, I mean, they played a couple close. Their defense early. is phenomenal. Benning's defense is phenom- phen- phenomenal. Can't talk. Yes. Phenomenal. Um, the, and with Coach Stanley, we were talking about, Kyler Lordson is 
the guy I was referring to, number two, outside linebacker, he is a stud. Um, he is all over the place. They use him a bunch of different ways. He is an excellent wrestler, which means he is a great tackler. I mean, sure, you're yeah. not getting by him. Um, he was, I mean, as a sophomore last year, he had over 100 tackles. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, not, not um, good. yeah, that'll work. Um, he is great. Gunnar Lim is another guy for them that is, is a safety. He's committed to – he's a good athlete. He's committed to North Dakota. Um, so, yeah, I, d- I think it will be – I think it will be pretty pretty interesting. Um, Elkhorn North has the size on the outside with Mechna and Lofton. I mm-hmm. think they're going to try and run it. Sam Thomas, his health is – uh, maybe a little bit of a concern. He had an ankle a couple weeks ago um, against Grand Island Northwest um, that he missed at least a second half of with, and, and he's committed to Northern Iowa. Um, he, he's a big piece of what they do mm-hmm. up front at Elkhorn North. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a jet tingle. Hot. If Elkhorn North is going to pull off the upset, I guess, um, it will be uh, – Tinglehoff's gonna have to good have a good. I mean, night. it's any any whoever. And he's got some speed too. He's a pretty good, pretty good athlete. Whoever ends the Bennington streak, it'll be considered an upset. Even if you know, like you can make an argument that. Yeah. I mean, it will be right. You can't win that many games in a row. Yeah, I mean, upset. sure, you could say. Like that. I know that on like on the field this year, maybe you feel like Scuts at least even with Bennington, right? So maybe that's not wouldn't have been an. Yeah, upset. I mean, they play. Yeah, when yeah, they, they played, played it, it came down to that. You know, controversial call con- at the end of the game. Yeah, you could say controversial. I mean, it is right. Some people. It play, was. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. what a controversy is, right? Is that's kind of the epitome. Probably should have not been a touchdown. It didn't look like a touchdown. <laughs> Listen, I know the angles weren't perfect from the cell phone video. It didn't look like a touchdown. It anymore. wasn't straight on the line. Right, but so it's it, really hard to tell. But it didn't seem like he got that close either. So Quentin Archer for Bennington's averaging over 100. He's 130, almost two yards a game. So at running you, back. So I, I mean. Do you put Elkhorn North on the same level as Bennington? Or are they kind of just below? Yeah, I think so. I think in Class B, yeah. I think there's the four teams, and then ev- kind of everybody. Then the next level. So Elkhorn North's got Bennington and Waverly. Waverly, okay. Waverly's good. So Pla- their defense like, is really good. Platt they got Smith a bunch is of on that next tier. They're right there. We'll find out tonight. Okay, because they've got Scott tonight. Yeah. This is um, a big like prove it game, right? For so Plattsmith? for Plattsmith, they their one loss is to Bennington. Um, same. Same thing for Scott. Yes, and it was 28-20. That's that second game of the season, right? Like Those are the only two teams. I am teams. telling you, Plattsmith will hit you in the mouth. Those are the only two teams like, that have played Bennington close this year. Right. It's Scott and Plattsmith. And Correct. They played in well, the York was 17-6, but York always plays close games because yeah. they rely on their defense heavily. But those are the only two one-possession games. Yeah, Scott that were close. For Scott yeah. Uh-huh. And Plattsmith. Yeah. Um, so Plattsmith wants to smack you in the face. You said yeah, Caleb Atkins, number 44. If you're going to that Scott Platt, mm-hmm. like that guy. He's going to hit you in the mouth? Will. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Max Chandler, who's, I believe, 34 for Scott. That's your guy, Maxwell? plays full, fullback and linebacker. Yeah. They both play, like, running back slash linebacker. They're going to have some collisions. Yeah. And it is going to be violent. Yeah. So that how I mean, you, they – Smoke people. What do you think? Makes <laughs> the good job, for- good job, Mike. Not cursing on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what yeah. Uh, you can kind of see the wheels turning. Like, yeah, got to search for a word <laughs> I can say on the air. Uh, what do you look for to be the difference in in Plattsmith and Scott? Um, 
I think the team speed on on Scott's the outside Scott's Scott's fast. Yeah, they're deeper, they're faster. But I will say, so if Plattsmith can keep that game. It needs to play in a box between the hashes. Yeah, it needs to be played in, in a box the, yeah. for Plattsmith to win. In between the tackles, their ta- a, and speaking of tackles, yeah. their two tackles are legit monsters. Yeah. Orion Parker is six seven, like three, almost three hundred, probably. Big, big dude. Uh, huge guy. Yeah. Huge. Especially the other guy isn't small either. Like, they are they are tough and yeah. physical. And they will move. Plasma will move both their tackles. They'll move them around. One will play tight end, and they'll just run power right behind those two guys. And I, it is really hard to block. I kinda, or really hard to stop that. I kind of like that idea of instead of, like, splitting them up, putting mm-hmm. one at left tackle, one at right tackle. You know, if you're not in pass pro, that's not necessarily yeah. that helpful to waste a guy on that side probably maybe a little bit not what you want to do from a guard in terms of the size yeah. and ability no, they move the tackles so you kind of do the to the teddy prohaska thing that we yeah saw exactly this year yeah. Mm-hmm. where you line them up as sort of an offset tight end there and that and, is exactly what they will do and have home you just man and running behind those two guys in high school that's something else yeah i mean we're talking uh parker's six orion parker's six seven two sixty five listed at He's that's probably about right. Okay, so that's I mean that's a big big dude. Yeah, he's uh, he is a I would say Division One prospect I think for sure. Dylan Eby's another guy that six two two sixty. That's a good size guy. Yeah, you just yep. line up right behind them and just run it all day. Isaiah Hamilton is six three two fifty. Big dude. They got some big dudes. So you, ju- I mean, and, and there's a that's going to take a toll over the course of a game. But right? what's like what I'm saying, like they have to play it in a box. Yeah, though. if they can keep it in that, like in it the needs box. to be like they need to be real like comfortable. In a phone booth. They want to yes. play that game in a phone booth. They need to be real comfortable three yards at a time. For those like, people that are under the age of like thirty, a phone booth is a thing <laughs> you have where you could call people in the middle of the city. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, the biggest Superman big game, though. One. Yeah, the biggest we big game is, is Westside Millard South. Um, a lot of hype since yeah, know, the well, start of the season. Well, since the start of the season, and then it really well, got, it really escalated. After week two, three, yeah. Yeah, so I think after, after Bellevue West lost. After Bellevue West lost, couple. after Millard South beat up Elkhorn South pretty bad yeah. in a weird game. but It really started kind of. The momentum started going. And then it really escalated about three weeks ago when I think it was cool from Millard South. Dylan, says, yeah, yeah, says, K-U-H-L-E. hey, we're the best team, we're the yeah. best team in the state. We're the best defense in the state. Um, I mean, hey, I don't knock that kid. I don't confident. knock him. Be confident. No, but it, it did kind of escalate things, I think, from yeah, a hype I mean, standpoint, right? That's all, like, the dumb parent motivation stuff that, like, oh, we'll see. It's, I'm going to text it, my kid. This. I call it the Dion stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the – but if you're a high school kid and you hear another high school kid say that from the other team, like, it probably does get under your skin right. a little bit. and. And listen, whether it's real or not, it did elevate the hype of this game, I think, For to sure. a new level because sure. I think and this is a – I don't think it's reasonable to expect high school kids to view it this way, but I think a lot of us in the rest of the state are like, ah, oh, it's Westside and then everybody else. And then to have somebody just come out and say, like, hey, yeah, we're not just going to – Oh, they're confident. They're like, not going to lay down We're either. not just going to stand in line behind Westside. We think we're just – I have good. a pretty good – feeling i don't know this and haven't asked him but i I have a pretty good feeling that coach wisdom at miller south maybe been sandbagging a little bit holding some things back um or what what do you mean yeah a little bit like holding back some some play calls and stuff yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay maybe 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 yeah i mean they've seemed i've seen millard south 
twice this year. Miller South's defensive line, I said this at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> their defensive line's phenomenal. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, but you think – I mean, they but have looked a little vanilla on offense at times. Miller – At times. Oh, Westside also has the equalizer to that defensive line and a quarterback and Anthony Rizak that can really, really beat good. you with his feet. Yes. And his arm. It's going to be really hard to make Westside one-dimensional because of Anthony Rizak. Don't know if you can. That's what I mean, right? Like, yeah. you may be able to take away uh, Ross, right? You might yeah, be able to Jamez, take away yeah. – Jamez in the traditional running game, you're not taking away. They just need to be patient with Jamez tonight, I yeah. think. Yeah. Just, kinda just stick like kind of chug. Yeah, stick with the incremental. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not taking away Rezac's legs. No. That's yeah. not a reasonable ask. No. And if you take away his receivers, his legs are definitely going to beat you. Yeah. So that's where it gets really tough. I mean, I know that there's a lot of. It's also one of those things like re- <laughs> Keenan Cotton, I think, could have a big night. If if the weather play you know isn't a Allow, factor, yeah, it allows it. Factor. I think he could have a big night because he could get some separation and sure. and all that. Yeah, Caleb Benning obviously is a heck of a player. He's I mean, great. Vote he's the best the, player in the state. Yeah. He's the best player. I, yeah, I don't know why people even bother to. He's the best player in the state. Yeah, like I, I don't. mean, if you if you want to argue that you just haven't watched him play or you have, feel some type of way. Yeah, or you've got like you got uh, a vendetta or some like sort Paul, of a. Or you're from Ainsworth. You're like <coughs> guy yeah. Carter Nelson. And it's like, hey, that's why like, Carter Nelson's awesome. That's, that's yeah. Terrific. Or your your brother's playing somewhere and you just yeah. Like, some, yeah there's you've something. Got a, you've got a, a dog in the hunt. Somewhere yeah, there, yeah. There's there's a dog in the fight. I, I like to go hunt. I'm not not big on dog fighting. Oh. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but no, Caleb's the best player in the state. So you know maybe they and. Maybe they load up on Caleb. Maybe I know Christian Jones has been playing a lot of offense. Yeah, Trevor Spade is another guy. On uh, you know they they so they've got a lot of weapons that mm-hmm. maybe leaves like you said. Keenan Cotton. Cotton's the guy that gets overlooked a lot on that team, and, and he he's can go good. He yeah. can go. He's really good. I mean, that's a track star family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can he can yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's gonna. He be, had a heck of a night against Bellevue West. I know that. Oh, he for sure did. Um, that is a. That's a guy that could be really interesting. Uh, I guess so on the well, Miller South's offense, by the way. So Marion Jackson gets a lot of love, and rightfully so, because he's. I think he's really, really good. He's really good, and he's just sophomore, right? So he's yeah. gonna get a lot better. Yeah, probably. I said in our podcast that Jacob and I did. I, I'm not sure everyone watched it, but you can go back. We dove into the game a little bit more, and and even more than that. But uh, Jackson's gonna be a, a guy. Oh yeah. Um, I tonight might be a little tough, um, but if, if he can. Go off tonight. If, he, if I'll say if he, if he goes off tonight, just give him yeah, whatever. Give him all give him the, the offers. Offer. Give yeah. him all the stars. Yes, right. Because he's not going to probably face. I mean, not he won't. Probably. He won't. He'll never face the rest of his career a defensive high school backfield. career. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no. In way. His high school career, he will not face a defensive backfield that's that anywhere close to what no. we're talking about tonight. Nope. Um, and so, I mean, even like Okafor is going to, to walk on at Nebraska. Yeah. Like that's a really, really good yep. defensive back room. He's never going to see anything like this in high school again. Yep. If he can even hold his own tonight, mm-hmm. like that's a like yeah. s- send the offer immediately. Like go ahead and just just get that thing done because this is what we said on the post game podcast. We said this and and I it's 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 old versus young in in spots. Yeah. So Millard South's offense is young, pretty young. Like they're they they're their best guys are young. They're yeah. sophomores. Like quarterback sophomore yeah, Jet Tamal is gonna be pr- real good. I mean, like, he's already pretty he's good. He's good. Like, yeah, yeah, like and he's gonna continue getting better. Yeah, like I, versus a lot of seniors on on, on West, West sides, side. yeah. especially defensively yeah. in the back end. So I mean, that's gonna be guy really like Bo Ryan's gonna have 
probably a good night Big for Westside yeah. too because he's that a linebacker. really good high school football player. Yeah. Um, it, Gabe Prucha is has done a good job uh, filling in for Nolan Feller. Feller's been out for a while, and right. I, I don't think I, – I would imagine he probably doesn't play tonight. Um, uh, had a meniscus I, like week two. Yeah, so I, I we're don't. a little – I think they're probably – Waiting, um, maybe for playoffs. Yeah, I, I would save yeah. him a little bit. Um, you know, it's just gonna be how can Millard South score? Can they score enough? Here's my enough. question on. I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna be shut out. I'm no, just no, saying no, can no. they can score, they score enough? enough to keep up? Because mm-hmm. Westside's definitely gonna score as we saw all freaking year. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. The here's here's my question though on that defensive line though on matchups. Me. So that the Millard South defensive line. Is the West Side offensive line? How are they going to handle that defense? Well, line? again, I think I think the fact that Rezac's legs are so like he can run around yeah. and Super move in. Yeah, I think that's an equalizer to sure. that. But can they give him enough time? J.R. Laquana and Aiden Miller are really good. Max Gray is another good yes. player up front for them. Like they're really good. And Cade Nolan might be, here's the the equalizer on defense for them. Mm-hmm. So Cade Nolan is a really good wrestler in high school Miller, the Miller South he plays outside linebacker for them he can run and he can hit and he has an edge to him mm-hmm. can maybe he's the Rezac stopper guy kind of a or it might be Dylan Cook, who's had a really nice year at kind of safety linebacker they can move him around a lot too kind of just they got good like athletes at Miller South too specifically on the on the back end of the defensive line so maybe so. just have somebody almost as a permanent spy on Rezac to kind of maybe kind of uh, help neutralize Maybe. the legs as much as possible. Maybe. But that does take a guy out of coverage, right? Yeah, which, you, which is not great. If you not can. great. <laughs> so that's well, that's the trick there. Um, so that that game's obviously, you know, deservedly so, rightfully so, yeah. I think, getting a lot of the, game of the, the hype. Game and of the year. Absolutely. A lot of talk and all of that. And, you know, what happens tonight isn't – Doesn't, doesn't end, mean anything. Doesn't end anyone – Yeah, it doesn't end anyone's yeah. season. And Probably they're, decides they're, the – Number one seed. Yeah, I feel pretty good yeah, about Westside right. even locking that up you think anyway? at this point. With the wild card points, I think that's probably a little um, – I thought with a loss it might drop them out. Yeah, no, nah, I, maybe. I guess I haven't looked that deep at the points, but sure. I feel like they're pretty far ahead okay. right now. Fair enough. Um, which, by the way, okay, real quick, the eight-man bracket um, will come out tomorrow, eight- and six-man uh, playoff bracket will come out tomorrow morning. I will be live in Lincoln uh, on Strive. You can watch uh, the bracket reveal show uh, 8 a.m. for the eight-man bracket. And next Saturday will be the 11-man bracket. We'll do the same on the bracket reveal show uh, live from Lincoln. And you're kind of first drop, kind of like to do March Madness brackets. We'll be, we will break down the brackets. All right, coming up next, Jerry Allen. We're going to get into Oregon and Washington, the game of the week in college football on Herd Out Sports Radio.